So if you've ever listened to the national UK traffic news, you may be familiar with the Scottish village of Cockbridge. You always hear Cockbridge to Tom and Tal, an area made famous by this uh, by late, uh, by the late Sir Terry Wogan. Road signs in the village are a target for stickers with lots of different labels stuck on the signs, but they're also a target for sign thieves and souvenir hunters. So much so that Aberdeenshire Council has found a way to make the signs tamper-proof. Hmm. A spokesman said, "We are aware of the issue uh, with the signs that are working to replace using more robust tamper-proof." fixings the road is one of the highest in the uk and often disappears in heavy snow so it's frequently closed during the winter uh, thus attracting attention from traffic news and presumably that's when old wogan uh, got enamored with the name <laughs> other signs in the local area that also get targeted are signs for the village uh, a village called lost and their signs are often getting lost that's ironic. That's yeah. the definition of irony. Yeah. This one I liked. A famous artwork painted in 1941 by Dutch abstract artist Pierre uh, Mondrian called New York City has been found to have been hanging upside down at New York's Museum of Modern Art for the past 75 years. Right. So they've had it. But if you look at it, it's, it's coloured tape. The artwork features bright coloured lines made with coloured tape on a white background. So really, all it is is just bits of like probably so, like electrical tape. I was gonna say, how did it get? How did it get upside down? Like, but yeah, I don't think it matters that much. Art historian Suzanne Mayer Busner told the Guardian uh, that tape is now so fragile in the artwork that to turn it the right way up would probably damage the piece. She discovered the error while researching the sofa, the Dusseldorf art collection. A photograph of Mondrian's studio taken just a few days after his death showed the work uh, setting on an easel the right way up. Though I'm kind of wondering, uh, was it the right way up? Maybe he turned it around. Who knows? Mondrian, who is considered one of the greatest artists of the last century, signed the artwork. Uh, so this should have given the gallery a clear indication of how the piece should have been hung. And this is going back to Halloween now. Oh, we do love those people marrying weird things on Weirdly Enough. And this has come up before a, a woman marrying a ghost. <laughs> a singer from Oxfordshire who calls herself Brocard, B-R-O-C-A-R-D-E, was first introduced to her new husband when Eduardo, who dresses as a Victorian soldier, made an appearance in her home last year. Apparently Eduardo burst into her bedroom in the dead of night uh, when they first met last year, and he communicates by putting sensations through her body. Right. She married the ghost on Halloween, of course she did, uh, but she had a few problems with the logistics of the arrangements. She talked to Holly and Phil on ITV. As you morning. do. Uh, during the queue, I think she talked to them about, uh, saying that she found it incredibly difficult to find a church that would allow the wedding to take place. She, she said, I think there's a bit of an issue with religion and the afterlife. Uh, she's been kicked out of churches and even threatened with exorcisms when looking for a suitable venue. She envisaged a huge white wedding with all her friends and family attends, but was worried a lot of people couldn't see the vision. <laughs> I can't uh, see your husband love. Uh, Further in the interview, Brickhead uh, stopped and said, He's here! Stating that the ghost was in the TV studio, uh, Philip Schofield was quick to, quick to quip, I should hope so, it's your wedding day. <laughs> oh, good old yeah. pep there. 
Uh, and it's that time of year again to think about what calendars will adorn your wall for the year 2023. You might be interested in a calendar produced by Britain's self-confessed dullest man, a man called Kevin Beersford, who has spent months travelling the length and breadth of Britain reviewing and photographing car parks. Kevin has picked uh, his 12 favourite car parks for what could be the most boring calendar of 2023. <laughs> Britain's most haunted car park at Culloden, Scotland, features on the March Pier, the site of Britain's last battle in 1746. Asked to choose a favourite, Kevin opted for the Trinity Street car park in Birmingham's Creative Quarter, which boasts a cocktail bar along one of the sides. Right. So the car park, I think it's just never is a cocktail yeah, bar. Yeah. I don't think the car park actually is a <laughs> cocktail bar. Uh, president of the Car Park Association, Kevin, says that he takes many factors into account when choosing the best car park, including lighting, price, and aesthetics of the space. He said, I think first and foremost, if I had to design a car park myself, it would have to be brightly lit. He likes his lights, does old Kevin. I, I, I think that cold on one's quite interesting, though. That's not, that's not a little bit, boring, like. I think it's just a car park. But it's, it's an interesting location, though. I went to a car park at the... What do you call those big cliffs out in Galway? Those big cliffs, anyway. Yeah. And uh, we drove in. Yeah, yeah. How much? Total tourist trap. Aye. This is 10 euro person. I thought that was to get yeah, into yeah. the cliffs as well. It was free to get into the cliffs. Of course it's free to get into yeah. the cliffs. This was just some chancer who had a car park near it. <sighs> Ten pounds a person. So if I dropped yeah. all the people that were with me, yeah, yeah. I would have got it for ten or ten euro. I would have got it for ten euro. Oh, tourist yeah. trap. Uh, Don't publicly shame us, by the way, for slagging off tourist traps. But yeah, yeah. well, you can if you want. Uh, okay, well, uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back again very, very soon with a new podcast. And weirdly enough, remember do subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can find us on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Do look for us there. Thanks again.